Hi, it's Dave. So we know Tesla's Q2 is going to be challenging, but is it going to be a quarter of doom and an unraveling of Tesla? Or is it just going to be a blip in the bigger picture of things? Or could it be something in between? Well, today we got a note from Credit Suisse and they detail a meeting that they had with Tesla Investor Relations. And they share some interesting details they found out about the Tesla Shanghai factory and its impact on Q2 earnings. All right, so here's the article it says Credit Suisse says Tesla stock offers an attractive entry point. Now, this article is um, kind of significant, in my opinion, because it says his comments come after he visited Tesla's Fremont fa facility with investors where he held discussions with the IR team. So in other words, this analyst met together with Tesla Investor Relations. They had a discussion and yeah, during that discussion, what was shared? And this is probably some of the most uh, current information we can get from Tesla. All right, so they discussed together with Tesla Investor Relations how quarter two has played out to date in China. So this is actually going to be crucial to understand Q2 um, earnings. Management has said that Shanghai saw a full month of shutdowns, the majority coming in April. So we know the total amount of shutdowns was about a month. And since the Q1 call or earnings call, Shanghai has operated with one shift. Management also noted in order for Tesla to produce at two shifts with meaningful volume, Tesla's China suppliers will also need to resume production. So we have a bottleneck with which is not just Tesla's factory, but these factories of other suppliers, right, that Tesla relies on, and they need those suppliers to ramp up production in order to really uh, boost a second shift and to resume production at a pre-shutdown level. Credit Suisse says that for Q2, their deliveries are tracking toward 240 to 250,000 units. Now, this is Credit Suisse's words. Um, we're not sure if Tesla Investor Relations, you know, gave them some hints or alluded to, you know, some what the decrease in deliveries would be for this quarter, but this is their assessment. Also, Credit Suisse anticipates near term, specifically in Q2, to reflect some regression in terms of margins and total deliveries. Of course, deliveries will come down, but also margins. Um, looks like there will be some pressure on that. And further, Credit Suisse's Dan Levy is convinced that the long-term opportunity remains intact despite recent headwinds from China. All right, so some questions here. How much will Q2 deliveries impact Tesla's Q2 earnings? Second question here is, will Q2 lower deliveries impact future quarter deliveries and Tesla's growth trajectory for, let's say, next year or, or a couple years to come? Another the question is how much of Q2 challenges are priced into the stock right now? And also, can suppliers ramp back quick enough to get to pre-shutdown production in this quarter? All right, so let's look at how I'm viewing Q2 earnings for Tesla. Previously, several weeks ago, I had forecasted deliveries to be about 280000 for Q2. This has um, been lowered since because the shutdown has been worse than expected. So let's say, hypothetically, it's around 250000 deliveries. Of course, this can change week to week, right? And so in a few weeks, in a month or so, we'll know Know, uh, much more details on this. So let's say ASP is about four, uh, $54,000 or so this quarter. It'll probably be higher slightly because of price increases, but also majority of the um, of the vehicles will be coming from Fremont, which actually I think has higher ASPs. So automotive revenues are $13.5 billion. Regulatory credits, this is anyone's guess, so let's say 250 Automotive gross profit, $3.9 billion, and automotive Motive gross margins, 28.9%. Total revenues of 15.6 billion. Total gross profit, about 4 billion. Uh, gap gross margin, 25 billion. I'm looking at operating expenses, just slightly trend up at 2.043 billion. Operating profit comes out to about 1.9 billion. This is uh, down from 2.45 billion in my previous projection. And then operating margin, I'm 
looking at 12.2%. Net income, 1.5 billion gap, and net income non-gap, 2.07 billion. So overall, these are reduced numbers actually from, let's say, a previous estimate, but they're not terrible because still, you know, Tesla is getting profitable gap, profitable non-gap numbers. Sure, it's decreased from, you know, previous estimates or previous expectations, even from other investors. It's not like Tesla is losing money this quarter or they have negative cash flow by any means. Tesla is still a very profitable company. All right, looking at EBITDA and cash flow for this quarter, I'm looking at EBITDA at about $3 billion. Um, let's say CapEx is around $2 billion. Um, dollars, and then you have operating cash flow less capex, which is six hundred seventy-four billion, and then you have cash and cash equivalents about eighteen billion dollars. All right, so let's zoom out in the two-year view to see what this Q two. Um, means for Tesla in the bigger picture. So in Q1, we know they had 310,000 uh, deliveries and this will trend down, let's say minus 60,000, or it could be more. Who knows? We'll find out more details probably in a few weeks or so. And we know that uh, Tesla had a gap income of 3.3 billion, but this will basically be halved, right, to 1.5 billion or so. And we know their adjusted EBITDA was like 5 billion, but this will be again almost um, down 2 billion to about $3 billion. But if we move forward to Q3 and Q4, and assuming that Tesla can you know, maintain Fremont production and increase Shanghai production to even higher numbers than um, before the shutdown, and we have Berlin and Austin coming online uh, for the second half, right? They're ramping um, the second half of this year. And so with these numbers, if you plug in 400,000, 460,000, Tesla's could still meet their 50% right year-over-year uh, -year growth goals, but their earnings and their profits going to um, increase substantially. So we've got operating uh, profit going from $4.3 billion to ending the year about $5.2 billion. And then you have, what, gap income going from 3.6 to 4.3 and non-gap from 4.1 to $4.9 billion. So basically, Tesla's not just back to where they were before toward the end of the year, but they're much further because Tesla is pushing the envelope by a ramp four factories at the same time looking outward to 2023 and if we model tesla let's say ramping production on these four factories increasing production from 520 to 670,000 000 vehicles then yeah tesla's uh, next year is going to look fantastic we have operating income going from 6 billion to 8.4 billion and non-gap going from 5.5 to 7.6 billion dollars ebitda looking at $30 billion for next year. Of course, these numbers will likely need to be adjusted. Tesla will give some more guidance. Also, each quarter, right, the game changes, um, demand changes, supply changes. Um, there's a lot of things that factor into this. So these are just kind of rough estimates at this point. One interesting figure, though, is this $25 billion or so of net income that I'm projecting Tesla to have in 2023. Now, if you give like a super low multiple, let's say off of next year's, let's say $25 billion earnings, let's say you would give a 20 uh, multiple, which is ridiculous for a company that's growing earnings um, basically at almost 100% right year over year and then you have people saying oh Tesla is going to go down to $100 or $200 that's basically a 100 or 200 billion dollar market company but if you think about that what is the PRV going to be off of that it's going to be like five or something right if Tesla is a hundred billion dollar market cap company at some point I think more and more people will start to realize that Tesla is actually a massive cash cow and profit generating machine and there's a reason why investors are giving right decent multiples for Tesla's valuation because, yeah, they're growing and it's a great business model. All right, so for Q2 production, we have some rough estimates here. So Fremont uh, likely will produce 135 to 140,000 units. Shanghai, maybe 95 to 100,000. We'll see. Berlin, maybe six to 10,000, uh, Berlin and Austin combined. And this is compared to in Q1, Fremont produced 127,000. Shanghai, 182,000. Berlin, about 200. If you follow Troy Tesla like on Twitter, he'll give you more detailed and current projections. All right, so let's look at the 
bigger picture here. So Q2 challenges likely won't impact Tesla's production goals going forward. It's likely just going to be a one-off quarter. And because of that, investors will look forward right to future quarters. Second, there are macro uncertainties going on. We have the possibility of a recession. We have the Fed's you know, tightening the monetary policy. We have interest rates, the future of inflation. We also have a lot of drama and uncertainty regarding Elon's Twitter bid. I think most of all, if there is a recession, it could impact perhaps demand in some ways. ASPs might come down, but it would also hit other OEMs harder than does Tesla because it's got a better product and higher demand and just uh, more pricing power. Also, longer term, I think Tesla still is on track to grow deliveries, not just 50% or year over year, but to do 50% year over year over a multi-year horizon, right? That's the language that Tesla's management uses. And it's also likely that Tesla will grow earnings actually faster than that 50% um, year over year delivery goals because they have operating leverage, which means basically as their revenues increase, they're growing their earnings faster, right? Then the revenues grow. All right, so overall in Q2, Tesla does have its challenges. We've got some decreased revenue from decreased deliveries. Um, margins are gonna shrink a bit. And we've got some headwinds, right? Coming with the bigger macro concerns. However, if you take a step back and you, if you look at Tesla from a multi-year kind of view or lens, you'll see that Tesla is still in its early stages of growing rapidly. Tesla stated they're wanting to reach 20 million vehicles a year in about 10 years. And further, they have other kind of option call or other interesting businesses like FSD, Robotaxi, even their Optimus um, AI robots, which they're going to give a sneak preview at Tesla AI Day this summer. Anyways, hope this has been helpful. If it has, go ahead, like, and subscribe. All my videos can be found as an audio podcast as well. Just search for Dave Lee on investing in your favorite podcast player. I'm also on Twitter at HeyDave7. All right, we'll see you guys in my next video. Thanks.